0: The following shir has been presented by Hagayin Rav Shalom Kamenetsky, Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivas Philadelphia, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. The Gemara tells us that Tzara The Tzara in the Mishnah comes to include what? And the Gemara resolves it. One of the one of the of the Gemara says is Lasuyey Beragli Odomu Beragli to include a Bor which is rolled, which is caused to roll by the feet of another person or another animal. It's an interesting story that came up, where a driver driving a truck owned by a Jewish owned company, a furniture company, was involved in a hit-and-run accident. He left, left the damages behind. Which company it was was clear, but the driver was impossible to track question came up, whether or not one may go and hold the company that hired the driver, liable for the damages incurred. Understandably, in the system, the legal system, there is a certain amount of liability that the company does have. Our question is whether one has the right to demand payment from the company that hired the driver and used the truck that belonged to the company, to the khabra. This question was asked in a similar vein to Rav many years ago. As the custom was then, a woman entered a makolet, a grocer, a grocer, and asked for a certain amount of sugar. The grocer measured out two cups of salt instead of two cups of sugar, and sold it as sugar. The bari came home made the tafshul, baked the cake, and instead of putting in sugar, salt was, was used instead. It was an issue of now holding the grocer liable for this for the mistake. After all, it was he that caused the damage, having sold salt instead of sugar. Now the tafshul and everything else that went into it was indeed his fault. Yerushalayim Azalman decided Agimara is a mocker. We have a source from Agimara to indeed hold the gross reliable for this mistake. What we have in Agimara is a burr, something placed as a mikshar, where it should not have been placed. Thaysevis discusses the Gemara and says, according to one Gerson, Thaysevis understands the Gemara, kamaski if this bur, which was placed by the Balhabur damages as it's flying, it's the, it's the power, it's been empowered by the person who kicked it, and he carries the liability, versus the person who placed it there. Here's the Girsut of the Torah, that's in Agamur. Torah goes on to explain, that although we could have seen both of them being shutvin in the liability, both the one who placed the stone there, and the one who kicked, should both be partners, the damages that took place. But being that was kicked to the point with the power to make hazeikos, to make damages elsewhere, we consider the one who kicked it total, totally liable, and not the one who placed it there. Therese, however, quotes the Gemara later on. When the Gemara says, Shor v'odom shadokh It says, Le'in Is shor and Odom which both push another animal to a bar, and it comes to damages, kulon, that is to include the shor, the odom, and the balhabar, are all chayif. So Thaisus in the first one, you see that the balhabar also has to be included in the khayif. So we have, he says, in avi estiro. Just to make this clear, we understand that the person who put the stone in the middle of the street is the bal Yet Thaisus tells us that if the person comes along, another person comes along, he kicks it and makes damages as it flies elsewhere, he takes the liability, he carries the full responsibility. Yet this Gemara tells us that you have three partners involved in the damage. The Odom, the Shor, and the bur used for the damages, they all carry the liability. What then is the distinction between these two cases? Says Ta'isvis, Here it's talking about a person who pushed inadvertently, Shalai Bechavana, without intent, he pushed that Shor into the bur. then, indeed, he hasn't been Missalik, the Akhrais of the Balhabur, if he had not done it intentionally, says Teisus, at that point he has taken away the responsibility of the Balhabur. But if he pushed the Shalaybahavana inadvertently, without any intent to damage, then they are all indeed Shutman and the Hezik says of Shlaim Azalman. Let's analyze. Based on that, a person p- places the stone in the Shusharavon and Shalaybahavana. Shalaybahavana, the stone is in, is kicked up. Then we say the person who's placed that burr carries, shears in the liability. Says he, over here as well, the bala Khanus, the grocer. He placed the salt instead of the sugar. He put it into these little bags, measured out two cups of salt where he should have done sugar. This is his burr. This is something which can cause a liability. Comes the next Odom, comes along the woman that's taken these two cups of, thinking of they're sugar, two cups of salt, and makes the act of putting it into the cake, being, 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 with the salt that she puts in instead of the sugar. This is totally Shalei So there's a sheer liability. Understandably, we're talking about her losses. It's the one who's baked has losses. But if the achrais of the valachanus, the grocer, who put the boiler, in this case the salt, instead of the sugar, and gave it to the bar das, which then used the shleibahavana to do damages. says so, that shleibahavana, because of the din of boyr is we hold the Makolat, we hold the Bala Makolat, the grocer, totally liable to the damages. This would see similar to what we're saying here as well. The truck driver was driving this truck, his truck belongs to the chevra, belongs to the company. He, shaloi b'chavana, say, well, shaloi it's a hit-and-run accident. It ends up that the baal, that means the owner of the truck, has indeed had his truck, given his truck over, to a person, shaloi b'chavana, to do damages with the truck. It's in, it's inadvertent. It's unintentional. The driver of the truck had no intent to make damages, understandably. Yet you have here the buyer of the chevra, That is to say the truck which belongs to the company that's been driven by somebody else which doesn't take away the liability of the person who owns the truck, the company that owns the truck. Therefore, there should be the ability for the person whose damages were incurred to go after the company, to go after the baal of the truck, the owner of the chevra, and ask him to pay for liabilities. That would be mikufya. Superficially this seems to be the same case. However, further analysis of Tesis shows that it's far from simple. Let's again analyze Tesis. Tesis starts off and tells us. The Girs and the Gemara was, If as the stone flies, it's the damages incurred by the Koyach of the one who was being Matiz, the one who's kicked that stone and made it fly and do damages. And that exonerates that totally takes away the culpability of the Balho Evan, he's Potter Lagamri. That's how Taisus understands it. Later on he asked the question, he says they were talking We have to understand one thing, and that's clear in Tysis. That later on in the case, where it's Odom abor they're all Chayib bin Azikin. We are talking about a case where the Odom was p'yishaya. Not simple there was a Pshir involved. A pshir involved, that means he did something over here. Where there was negligence involved, we know that because the the here is, if it's talking about an other who was pushed into the bar, there's the ahrais of daladvorim. It's called chavala, and the Allah here is that you can't be mechayev, you can't hold a person liable for chavala for damages incurred to another person, unless it's done by pshia. So there was a clear case of pshia there, and it's chayiv with Nonetheless, because it's shalay bchavona, there is no intent. There is no intent. That's why there's a shared culpability. They all are involved, they're all part and parcel of the being m'chuyiv and the hezik. The case in the beginning of Taisis, the Baal Ha-bore has placed his bur B'Rishus comes along the Matis, comes along the one who kicks the stone. We understand there as well, there may have been a b'shiyah. As Taisis explains, for a person to kick a stone with such power, that it causes hezik, would be called a b'shiyah. But it's clearly a case, there was no intent there to kick the stone and break something else. The adam that walks by the stone, it's is exactly what it sounds like. It's being mizgalgal, it's rolling under the feet, under foot, of bnei Odom and Behemoth. That is to say, he's not there to kick it. He's not kicking it B'chavana. He's, as we said before, Parishayah, He's, he's somewhat negligent for having given that kind of zets, that kind of kick, where the stone should fly and bang-bang and destroy something else. Yet in the beginning, Teisus tells us, that's why the Gemara says, Because a hatza a kick with such power that destroys something else, is enough to say he carries the culpability himself. But let's remember, there is no kavana, there is no intent for this damage. It's been done because he was pesheya and it did it, it happened. But it's called Shalaybah Havana. Yet the very end of Taisus, clearly tells us that when you have a hezik done by an Odom, Shalaybah Havana, it doesn't remove the culpability of the Balhabur. They're all Shutfin in the hezik. They're all partners in this damage. They should all be liable if that's the case. The Chazanish, in Simenbe'ez, Baba Kamal, and asked this as a clear and obvious steer in And he says the following distinction. He says, The difference is what is the stone to be perceived as as we put it in the in the street? Looking at the case at the end of Taysif, you talk about a burr, it's a true burr. A person was bur That is the classic case of the obstacle placed Bishul in the public domain. There you have a real honest to goodness burr, and the other comes along Shalai Bihavana and utilises that burr, so to speak. Unintentionally, the burr ends up being part and parcel of the damages incurred by the adam who was doh of the shalut But it was a pre-existing burr, it was a damager as it was. He says here in the case of evin which was put in the stone, it doesn't have the name of an eish before it's been kicked ein ze sheim el Hamazik. the creation of this ish, which has been kicked by the odom was paishaya at that given point it's been created into a mazik but as it later as a stone we can't call it an ish v'chlau we must add the following words and understand this and say that we can't call the hatozas odom a ruach m'tsuya I would not call the stone put in the middle of the public domain is stone just waiting to be kicked by a person with negligence. It's not. Although the person kicks it, at that point, he's created what we'd call an ash, but it isn't an ash until the point it's been kicked. When the person kicked it, at that point he's made it into a mazik. At that point it's being utilized as a mazik. If that's the case, even, even if it's done inadvertently, without intention, he nonetheless carries the achraiz because of the act of shia which was done, and not the balhoeven who put the stone where he put it. Once we have the distinction as to what exactly are we to describe, which was, pla- what was placed here. If you have a chafiraz boy, the boy was indeed a mazik. So therefore an adam shaleibe does not take away the culpability of the one who was as asabur. Therefore the shutfin, they both carry the liability. There are partners in the damages that were incurred. Masha'in in the beginning of the our Gemara, a person was As far as flying from point A to point B, We have no mazik, understandably. Parenthetically, we understand the Gemara is telling us there is another Kriyas bar that takes place by being moved from point A to point B, and it was mazik boster the as the Gemara explains, and that's where you need the tzara'ah shomer to tell us that bur and shor together tell us you're culpable, you're achru for this new kriyas bur. We're discussing though the moving stone. We're discussing now the stone as it rolls, as it flies through the year. At that point, because the stone was not indeed a bur when it was put down, it became that flying ash when it was kicked beragla le'odom, we then say, even, it's shlo- even though it's Shaloi Bechavonah, nonetheless, the act of Hatozas HaBailim, Hatozas HaOdom, that's fully the, the achrayis. Let's analyze. The case that Rab Shalim Ezalma tells us, with the Barachanus, the grocer, inadvertently exchanges salt instead of sugar. At that very moment, filling the bag, we would say that he has indeed put the burr so to speak. He has indeed taken what should have been A and put there B. This is now something which is hukhshah lahazik. Because this woman will walk out of the store with a sack full of salt thinking it's sugar. And she's going to take that and make it, put it in her cake. She's going to bake her cake with with salt as opposed to sugar. You were now makhshir abur. Versus a truck parked in the lot. Although the cheve say go out there and make the delivery of furniture, where you've got to make the delivery, we cannot call a truck huchshah lahezik. We can't call a, a, a truck a bur. It'll be a mezgalgal, not a bur on mezgalgal. The driver gets in and he takes it from point A to point B. There was no kriyas bur over here. So therefore shaloi b'chavano, you cannot say that the shaloi b'chavano of the driver should be sufficient to say that there's still the culpability of the bow of the drug. The, drug dr- the truck owner has no culpability, there was never a kriyas with the truck being where it was. Therefore, it's very hard, we can't compare the two cases. And therefore, it's impossible to hold the chevra, the company that owns the trucks, liable for the damages incurred by the driver of the truck. The Daf Yaymi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at org.